4: I am awake.
1: Welcome to Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake and I'm your host Wakanja Hare. Heeney weena to all my friends and relatives in four directions. You are listening to Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake and I'm your host Robert Pilot. We discuss local and national native news and events and as you know Haley, native issues are human issues and human issues are native issues.
5: You are right, Dega. This portion of the show is supported by Native Roots Radio Network on Patreon, supporting news from natives themselves at Native Roots Radio on Patreon.
1: Awesome powwow. I saw you at the powwow this weekend at Enda uh, Young. Saw the yeah. Lieutenant Governor and her crew and mm-hmm. a lot of, it's so funny, Haley. It's a lot different. Uh, you go to a Minneapolis powwow, you see certain people, and then you go to a St. Paul powwow and it's like a whole different group of people. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> that's fun. so true. It's crazy. It was a big crowd and a great celebration, 25 years of, uh, that's the 25th anniversary of their powwow, which is crazy, exciting
5: yeah the children's powwow the cherished the children's powwow and it was beautiful and great turnout ton of vendors and lots mm-hmm. of friends so it was a good time
1: hey we got a jam-packed show we got nancy bolio on later and we also have rachel banks uh cup chow and i hope i said that right rachel i can see in the bullpen she's not she's smiling but i'm not sure we'll be we'll be corrected in soon but hey before we get to rachel We got an update from our friend and your friend, my friend and your friend uh, and the state's friend, our friend, Lieutenant Governor Peggy. Flanagan.
2: Boozhoo, Lieutenant Governor Peggy Flanagan back with another update from the Minnesota State Capitol. This month, Governor Walz and I are spreading a not-so-fun-but-super-important message to Minnesotans. File your taxes. We're trying to get the word out because this tax season is unlike any other in our state's history, thanks to our new nation-leading child tax credit. This is a program that alone is expected to cut child poverty by a third in our state. And there are nearly 300,000 Minnesota families, over half a million kids who are eligible for this tax cut and we want to help 100% of eligible families benefit especially our native families and it only requires filling out one extra form when you file your taxes this goal might sound ambitious but I believe we can and must spread the word to get it done tax season can be stressful tedious and confusing but we're going to change that this year there are over 170 free volunteer tax preparation sites that are ready and excited to help you in person or online to file your taxes and save you money through programs like the Child Tax Credit. And even if you aren't legally required to file taxes, you can still be eligible for the Child Tax Credit. Or if you've never filed before, this is the year to start. Growing up, it was programs like this that helped my family survive, so I understand how important it is that Minnesotans receive the support that they need and, frankly, that they deserve. That extra $1,000 can make a world of difference for families when there's a flat tire, emergency medical bill, or when your shoe, your kiddo's shoe size go up from five to a seven in two months. And I say that speaking from experience. So Native Roots listeners, file your taxes before April 15th and encourage your friends siblings, parents, grandparents, and relatives to do the same. And if you're unsure if you're eligible, ask your local volunteer preparer or check the Minnesota Department of Revenue's website. Ultimately, we want to save families money and make life easier here in Minnesota. And that's up to $1,750 per child with no limit on the amount of children that you could receive. So check it out. Another way Governor Walls and I are working to help families save money is through our proposal eliminating the burden of medical debt that we announced on February 9th. This package would ban medical debt from impacting credit scores, lower medical debt interest rates from 8% to 0%, and ban withholding medical services due to unpaid debt, among many other things. These are powerful, life-changing policies that we are ready to make state law in 2024. Medical debt is a common barrier between Minnesotans and financial, food, and housing security. From my own medical history to childbirth to watching my parents incur medical costs in their final years of life, I know that it adds up fast. And there's no reason for these often unexpected or unpredictable costs should burden you so heavily for the rest of your life. That's why I'm proud to promise Minnesotans that we are gonna fight hard to take this weight off your shoulders. We wanna support families in building wealth and feeling secure because as we know as Minnesotans, we all do better when we all do better. And to top off this proposal, the governor and I
1: Uh did we lose lose lieutenant governor?
5: I think we did.
1: Oh, jeez. Oh no. She was just uh getting warmed up there. So hey, uh we got Rachel on. Why don't we, why don't we get Rachel on the, on the show here and give a big hello Rachel. How's it going? Hey, Rachel.
6: Bonjour. Nice yeah. to see you, Robert. Nice to see you, Haley.
1: Yes. Yeah. Hey, uh, for all our listening audience all over Turtle Island, uh, we do uh, Facebook Live and YouTube, so it's always fun to say uh, good to see you because you get to see us and we don't have to bring our guests into the studio. How are you doing and how are you holding up?
6: You know, I can't complain. Feeling good. I did my cold water plunge this morning, so you know, you know how I do.
1: Yeah, I know. And I was going to, can we talk a little bit about that? We got about five minutes left in the segment and then maybe get into something else the next segment. But I know uh, you and a group of women go out there and do that, uh, go into the cold water and uh, it's very healing and healthy. Can you tell our audience a little bit about that?
6: Yeah, absolutely. This is my fourth winter doing that. And I couldn't imagine life now without it. You know, the the list of health benefits is very long. I say that it's kind of the cure-all for everything from reducing inflammation, increasing circulation, um, boosting immunity, um, metabolism, it helps with sleep, um, you know, pretty much like everything. So if you have a physical um, ailment, um, Get in the water. It, it really helps. Um, it also um, is a good reset for the parasympathetic nervous system. So if you have any kind of anxiety or um, you know depression issues, it helps with that too. So. Um, I would I've
1: say that's that. a lot of people so yeah we we have we have a guest uh, from Michigan who uh, does that too and it was really funny mm-hmm. Rachel uh matter of fact I'm sorry Rachel introduce yourself to our audience here I'm, I'm like jumping in talking like everybody knows No, that's
6: cool talking. no I yeah I tend to just get excited to talk about something and jump right in too but um Boozhoo, I'm Rachel Banks cupjo, I'm from the Leech Lake Band of Ojibwe um and so, right now, I am um, transitioning in my work, but I am a school board director for Richfield Public Schools, which I love, love, love. I am in the third year of my four- year term. and um, it's it's hard work, but it's incredible work. And I have a daughter who is in seventh grade um, at Richfield Middle School. And I'm just really grateful that, you know, I had the um, ability to run um, and serve. So, you know, it's um, it's one of those difficult um, jobs to do just in that, you know, there's so much kind of behind the scenes stuff that takes place that people are unaware of, but um, it's so many decisions get made at the local level that people just really aren't aware of. Um, so yes, it's just, um, I love it. I love it.
1: Yeah. Well, I see you all over the community and I can't wait, uh, for the next segment here to, uh, uh, dive in deeper, get it, you know, polar plunge, dive in deeper. See how, see what yeah i'm a we professional like folks. <laughs> yeah but um boom wait when i think i might even have that yeah there it is uh hey <laughs> you're listening to native roots radio presents i'm awake and i'm here with rachel banks and uh cup chow and uh we are going to be talking a little politics and a little uh, what else she does but also we got a big event tomorrow i'd like to pick your brain about hey this is native roots radio presents i'm awake
5: The city of Minneapolis is now on Native Roots Radio with Minneapolis AIR. AIR stands for American Indian Relations. Guest host Christine McDonald talks to people about important things affecting the city's native communities. Minneapolis AIR dives into topics like public safety, public health, elections, and so much more. Tune into Minneapolis AIR on Native Roots Radio from 5 to 6 p.m. on the second Wednesday of every month right here on am 950.
1: hey if you're like a lot of people you're probably relieved that the holiday celebrations are over but there's one thing that might stay with us from the holidays besides all those gifts and that's covid 19. numbers from covid are going up as we spend more time inside and native americans are seeing even bigger case spikes with all the indoor celebrations over the holidays you may have unknowingly been exposed to someone with covid-19 That's why it's important to stay vigilant. If you notice any symptoms like a fever, a tickle in the throat, or heavy fatigue, take an at-home test. They're still free and can be ordered at sayyeshometest.org. If you do test positive, you're eligible for free treatment, and no health insurance is required. Visit health.state.mn.us to connect with providers and receive your treatment. Let's make 2024 the healthiest year ever, securing a brighter future for our Native community.
5: Hi, this is Representative Sharice Davids from Kansas. I'm Ho-Chunk, and you're listening to Native Roots Radio.
1: And we're back to Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm awake, and this is Robert Pilot.
5: This portion of the show is supported by Native American Community Clinic or NEC on Franklin Avenue in Minneapolis, honoring health and tradition.
1: I love it. They do honor health and uh, tradition. Hey, we're here with Rachel Banks Cup Chow. And I, am I saying your last name right?
6: For the most part, there's no W on the end. It's just Cup Cho.
1: Oh, good one. Uh, <laughs>
6: more... It's OK. It happens all the time.
1: Well, wow, uh, yeah, but I'm a radio I've professional. I've been called worse. So, oh, okay, yeah, oh, cool. <laughs> wow, yeah, we won't get into that. So, uh, school board, a lot of big decisions to to make. Uh, thank you for a big Gigi for being there for our for our young ones and representation is so huge and that that's that's just awesome. Hey, I we got a parade tomorrow, and I know I'll see you tomorrow because I see you in the community all the time.
6: Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah. I, you know, so I was, I was adopted as an infant and so didn't grow up um, with any of my relatives or in the community. And I started working in the community in 2000 and I started at the Minnesota Indian Women's Resource Center. And so, you know, everything, like all of my jobs and, you know, relationships and everything is, you know, that's all stuff that I sought out and, and built on my own. And I was reunified with my birth mother and family in 2011. Um, So it's really, it's been a journey for me all these years. And I've been really grateful for um, all the people that I've encountered along the way.
1: Well, yeah. And you're, uh, 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 like I've encountered you, you are in the community and it's always great to see your smiley face, whether it's, uh, seeing, uh, a tribe called red or, you know, something somber, like, uh, you know, uh, at Bidet you know, early in the morning after yeah. you guys already did your swim. <laughs> yeah,
6: there you go. There you go.
5: That's yeah, you guys, you know, Rachel? Well, pardon? Out there at the sunrise ceremony?
6: Yeah, yeah. My friends yeah. and I dipped before the sunrise ceremony.
5: Wow. I might have to reach out and maybe do that with you next year.
6: Um, well, it's we still dip. We I mean we dip every day.
5: So every day you're there? Yeah. Not in oh. at Costco.
6: We dip at Harriet, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's
1: Harriet's not the only as the time trendy. I'm
6: not in the water is summer because the water's too warm at that point for me.
1: So, oh, you know. interesting. And yeah. yeah, that's uh very interesting. Uh so we're gonna be uh in uh Minneapolis tomorrow where uh there's gonna be uh speeches, there's gonna be testimonies, uh and people that uh, are still looking for people and the M M. I W R uh it's a somber it's a somber um uh, get together, I guess, is what I could say. And um, there's good speech, good people, uh, very large. And I remember last year it was very icy and snowy and uh, raining. And it sounded like earlier from the from the uh, uh, weather from uh, the station. It sounds like it might be snowing a little bit tomorrow. I didn't hear that. Boo! What? Oh, I
6: ha- I don't check the weather. I'm like you know. I always just show up somewhere. <laughs> so. <laughs> it's gonna do what it's gonna do
1: yeah well it's a somber thing right Rachel I mean yeah
6: well I had a cousin who was murdered and so you know this is it's it's personal you know Mm -hmm. I mean everyone knows somebody who is missing or murdered I mean you know this is obviously an epidemic in our community and so this isn't like a a rare thing for anybody um so mm-hmm. it's, it's, it hits very close to home. So having lost a cousin, I, you know, this is.
1: Well, as a, as an adoptee also, I'm an adoptee. Uh, we were missing too. And in a, in a strange kind of way, we were missing for a long time. And uh, yeah, sounds like your story is similar to mine. You've come back to community in a strong and good way. And,
6: yeah. and
1: uh, you know, that's, that's all we can do.
6: Exactly. You know, when I um, met one of my aunts, um, she lives in Arizona and we were having dinner. And one of the things that she said to me is, you know, Rachel, we always knew that you would come home. And mm-hmm. that just hit me in a really, you know, uh, profound way. Cause I thought, my gosh, like so often, like people don't think about, the extended family and how mm-hmm. they're affected by, you know, someone's um, removal or being right. adopted out and the ripple effects are, are definitely felt. And it's very impactful for, for yep. the extended family, the community. And whatnot so
1: no that's a really good point uh i don't know if you know much of my story but i used to be a high school teacher and one of my students one of my favorite students from she graduated like in 2000 ended up being my full cousin and 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 (gasps) i met i met my my gaga my grandma during multicultural fest making fry bread and of course In those days, I was single, so I was like always begging for food. So I had a discussion with her, and my my um, my Gaga had a couple, my aunt and uncle, when the internet came out to look for me. So wow. it's just a uh, a crazy circle like you're talking about coming back, and then my my native native name is Distant Thunder.
6: Wow.
1: Yeah. It's crazy. I mean,
6: I mean, yeah, I was like amongst relatives all this while, you know, that I'd been working in the community. Yeah. I mean, my grandmother was best friends with Franny Fairbanks and they would have lunch together every day. And I was working at the Indian Center and <laughs> I would run downstairs to ask Franny a question and she would be sitting with my grandmother. And I'd be like, so sorry to interrupt Franny. Like, blah, 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 blah. And that was my grandmother sitting there, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, it's a small world. And uh, yep. I mean, I, I, I was a teacher on the east side of St. Paul. And uh, a lot of my relatives are from the east side of St. Paul. Uh, yeah. So, I yeah. mean, I was amongst my people uh, and didn't know it.
5: Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, Dega, I think, too, I think you, your adopted family growing up in, in St. Paul, I think you were just blocks growing up away from where my Jaji, my dad and and his brother grew up. Really, yeah,
1: yeah, well, we'll have to talk about that after the
5: show, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's a small world, yeah,
6: it really, it really is, and it almost doesn't even matter like where you are in the country too, like you you make these connections all over the place, you know, having yeah. worked for the National Indian Child Welfare Association in Portland, like I have like learned like all of these connections all over the place. You know, the uh, executive director there had made a lot of connections here in Minnesota and he was like, "Okay, like you need to talk to so and so because I've worked with so and so and, you know, and I was just like, oh, my gosh. Like, really, there's um, there's connection everywhere. Really?
1: Yeah. Well, and then, uh, Haley, who's my Chujunk, my niece, uh, you know, we've just gotten together the last few years and, and met, and now she's <laughs> producer of Native Roots Radio. <laughs> I,
5: love <Yeah>. <laughs> I love that. I love that. That we talk every day. <laughs> oh, that's In so good great. Way.
6: It's so great.
1: Yeah. And so it, it's a small circle and, uh, you know, uh, yeah. And I was always like uh I like yourself with work, I was always uh drawn towards uh Indian ed and the and the people there too. Yeah. So just oh. thinking about that and do and thinking about what you were doing for work before you found your family. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah.
6: Yeah. And when I met you know, when I found like my birth mother, you know, she was doing very similar work in, you know, five hours away. And I just thought, wow, like it's it's crazy how connected we could be without even having known each other all of these years. Like there's just that nature like connection you just really can't like say enough like about that. Like I know there's a lot to be said for nurture, but yeah. you can't fight nature either. So
1: Yeah, it's that's... funny. I I came back 10 years ago and uh immediately uh people said i stood like uh uncle marty uh <laughs> you know what i mean it was like huh you know <laughs> and, and then uh haley uh says that i kind of stand like her dad too
6: <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah. Well, I think you well, have that face I mean, too. I I learned
6: like this this nose here. This is this is a Banks nose. Like, you know, there were so many things that I couldn't account for until mm. I actually came face to face like with my relatives and I was like, "Oh, yeah, I come by that very honestly," or <laughs> you know.
1: Yeah. I, it was so, nice. are you are you related to Dennis Banks?
6: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Wow. That's Dennis cool. is my uncle. Crazy. Wow. So
6: Dennis and um my grandmother or siblings.
1: Okay. Wow. So that's crazy. Yeah. So yeah. So what is your daughter? Do- How old is your daughter?
6: She's thirteen.
1: So what does she think about all this?
6: Well, it was great because she was only thirteen months old when I reunified with my mother. So she is always known. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So,
1: I like that reunified. Write that down, Haley, because you know I'm going to forget that word.
6: Yes, I will.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like so that. So,
6: that's what I wanted. I wanted, I knew like once I was like getting ready to um, have her, that I wanted to be able to answer the questions that inevitably were going to come because I don't look like Nana and Papa. So how do we, how do we have those discussions? And, you know, I was lucky to not only just have the information, I had the relationship with her. And yeah. so Mika has just always known who, who, like who I came from. So.
1: Wow, Rachel, fun. we're going to, we're going to have to do an adoption show here and get another person on. Uh, this is really interesting. I had no idea. Wow. Yeah. Wow, you learn a lot here on Native Roots Radio. Hey <laughs> <laughs> even when you don't try to. Oh, Hey, Rachel, I'll see you tomorrow. Big peeny Gigi, sounds thank good. you for stopping in. We gotta do this again. There's a lot to sounds talk good. about and great I'll time. see you and I'll see you All tomorrow. Right.
6: All right, sounds good.
1: Have a great Nate, night. You too. This is Native Roots Radio presents. I'm awake up next, Nancy Bolio.
3: Signing up for $1 bus and train rides with the Transit Assistance Program, or TAP, is quick and easy. Do it straight from your computer or phone by uploading one of the pre-approved documents listed at metrotransit.org slash TAP, along with a copy of your ID. We'll mail you a go-to card with a full year of discounted rides. For questions or translation help, call 612-373-3333. 612-373-3333. Are you thinking about college? Consider checking out Minnesota private colleges. These eighteen nonprofit institutions keep the focus on students with small classes and professors who will get to know you. You'll find students from all backgrounds, and no two colleges are alike. And when it comes to cost, they're more affordable than you think. Find the college that's right for you at mnprivatecolleges.org/slash possible. mnprivatecolleges.org/slash possible
1: Life can be hard. Sometimes it feels like there's no answers, like there's no way out. Hennepin County's Cope Mobile Crisis Response is here to listen and help you find a way through whatever is going on in your life. Call 612-596-1223 for no-cost crisis support anytime, anywhere in Hennepin County. That number is 612-596-1223. The vehicle for the Minnesota family is the
3: Toyota Sienna, and the best place to get one is Rudy Luther Toyota in Golden Valley. That's not an opinion. That's a fact. I have three kids, and the Sienna hauls all your kids' sports and school gear easily. I can attest they're the safest vehicles, trust me, protecting your most valuable cargo. They're the perfect vehicle for the spring break or summer road trip, and the hybrid model is insanely fuel-efficient. And Rudy Luther Toyota has a great selection of new and certified pre-owned Siennas. Get one today. It's my highest recommendation. Rudy Luther Toyota, west of Minneapolis on 394.
6: Peace of mind shouldn't cost a fortune.
2: We keep things simple at Schroeman Law because we believe planning for your estate and end-of-life care shouldn't be stressful or expensive. Every client relationship starts with a free consultation so clients have the information they need before making important decisions. From there, we work closely
6: with clients to ensure they are choosing the most efficient and cost-effective plans for their specific needs. Schedule a free consultation today at schroemanlaw.com. That's S-C-H-R-O-M-E-N law.com.
3: With a look at your AM 950 weather, I'm Patrick Lilia. Cloudy tonight with a low of 29, then Wednesday a chance of snow late in the afternoon with a high of 40. Don't miss the Randy Rainbow for President Tour. Randy Rainbow is bringing his acclaimed act to the State Theater in Minneapolis Friday night, February 23rd. Get your tickets today at randyrainbow.com.
1: Hey, welcome back to Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm awake and I am your host, Robert Pilot.
5: This portion of the show is supported by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition.
1: Hey, really excited to have our friend Nancy Bolio up uh, there in the deep north, we like to call it, uh, checking in. And great to hear from you, Nancy. How are you doing?
0: I am actually doing great, Robert. And, you know, it's been a good minute since I've been on the show. So it's always a pleasure to be here and, you know, let's our Listeners uh, know what's going on, you know, here in the awesome north part of Minnesota. So, again, I'm Nancy Bolio, formerly of Minnesota 350, and just recently um, started our new org. You know, the work still continues, and we're kind of moving at a turtle's pace, though, so right now. Um, family first. I had some mental health um, issues um, with a family member that I had to deal with, and so. Um, sometimes you just need to put the busy aside and deal with, um, your being and your family and making sure that you're pouring from a full cup and not a half a cup. And, you know, I'd be the first person to say, you know, it's okay to have to step back and, you know, get a breath of fresh air and navigate through with some of those challenges in life. Because, uh, again, you can't pour from half a cup and it's important that we show up, um, you know, kind of balanced and with a lot of good energy. So. Yeah, it's kind of where I've been,
1: Robert. Right on, and well, we're we're really excited to have you on and check in. I know a lot of people love when uh, you come on the show, so it's great that you uh, can spend a little time with us. And uh, uh, what what is happening up in? the north I've seen some posts uh about sugar bushing some people are doing it too early some people aren't what is you what have you heard uh about uh, tapping the trees here with this in climate uh, global warming weather
0: right that's um, a good thing to talk about today well for sugar bushing I think you know we need a lot more you know that snowfall some moisture to Give the trees a drink of water because they, too, the, the maple trees, the, the man tree, the spirit tree, they saved our people back a um, long time ago from starvation. So it's our turn to kind of give that back, Robert, making sure that we're taking care of them because they took care of us. So without the, the right amount of snowfall, I don't think it's a good idea to be tapping this year because the trees have been through a drought um, the last few years. And they too need water just like we do. So all living things need time to heal. And I think we need to respect our maple trees and do just that and step back for a year and let them, you know, heal and be strong just as well. And we made a decision the other day, Robert, we are not going to sugar bushes here. So I'm kind of brokenhearted over that because there's a really good sense of community in Sugar Bush and there's, you know, good medicine there and, teachings and, you know, kindred folks. It's always a a place to be. It's a place of healing and, again, a a place where we can build on resiliency and understand, you know, what our purpose is here um, in our community. So it's more than just the the sugar bushing itself. It's the sense of community and, and coming together.
1: Yeah. So I guess, uh, would you, would you suggest people, because believe it or not here in the cities, the twin cities, I have neighbors that have already, uh, tapped their trees. And I guess, uh, is there a place where people can go to and get the correct information if this is good or bad? Uh, I thought of you right away. And then I think I saw a post on Facebook, uh, about, not tapping them this year so is there any kind of message out there uh that people can go to and uh, or a place where people can go to and and know that it's not a good thing to do this year
0: well actually i shared something on my page just the other day and you know i think when these people are sharing these kind of posts about you know the importance of not sugar bushing i think we need to uh, take heed and follow those instructions because again you know we we can you know go out and do it but then again we have to remember that everything is living and everything needs healing so um again we have to have respect for all living things and not put our, our greed and our selfishness ahead of you know the healing of the plants and I think that's what people are doing is thinking for themselves not thinking for the trees so um actually there's a link here Robert and I'm going to share it to you um and maybe you could share it on the um the feed in our uh, chat.
1: Mhm. Haley's like, got her fingers ready here. I see.
0: Mm-hmm. I would not. Yeah, I just uh, shared it to your uh, messaging and your um, phone, so I would be sure to share that. But again, just give it a chance to heal. You know, sometimes things don't happen when we want them to happen. Like, you know, I remember trying to go out and picking blueberries when it was a drought. It was really disheartening and we knew you know that those plants were in crisis and just to let them be and let them heal and i think again let's put human um needs last and put nature first rob (laughs) and that's what people forget that connection that we're all connected and if we don't take care of each other we're not taking care of anything and that's you know what we really like about our, our thinking at our new org and for those of you that don't know who we are again um we are the Anishinaabe treaty keepers here in Northern Minnesota. The name of our new org is Anishinaabe Onji. No, excuse me, Robert. I, I screwed that up. Oh. In Dazi Onji Anishinaabe, we young, and that translates to where the Anishinaabe go to be themselves. And again, those are um, places like the sugar bush, you know, rice camps, just things that are traditional to who we are. And that's on or off the reservation. Cause again, those treaties, um, They include ceded territory. Ceded territory is land that we gave up our rights to, but we never surrendered our inherent right to hunt, fish, gather, and occupy Mm -hmm. in those lands. So as we've seen in our sugar bush last year, we were a perfect example of how we can show up without, you know, permit. Because, again, we don't need a permit to exercise who we are, our culture. We're never going to give that up. So, again, um, I think it's important that people understand that we can do these things, but do them in a good way, Robert, and respect—you know—nature. Because without nature, we don't exist. We are nature.
1: Exactly. I and and we we've been discussing uh, for a long time. Haley and uh, I and our guests been discussing what COVID has done uh, to our mental health, and uh, people with mental challenges have—you uh, know—it. It, the focuses have changed and now we're kind of suffering from that. What What is your input on, um, on, uh, mental health for us, uh, natives across Turtle Island?
0: Wow. That's another good question. You know, um, I have a family member that has mental health, actually a couple of them, but one more severe than the other one. And I see how the system here, especially in Northern Minnesota, and I'm going to name, you know, Sanford, uh, mental health, uh, part of the culprit here because these systems have been set up to fail us. And again, um, when you look at the treaty, healthcare is a guaranteed right for us. And again, they throw us peanuts and say we did our job and we're out here suffering. So my experience with my family member has really opened my eyes and my heart to the system and how it's failing, you know, our native population most, mostly, you know, because I see it. I'm, I'm in Indian country here. And I see the homelessness, the statistics, and the addictions, and nothing is working. And so what I did in my experience is I identified some issues, some solutions, and a path forward. And we have all these institutions recognizing what Miss Bolio is speaking about is right. Um, we failed these people, but you know what? We're not going to undo what we did. We're only going to try to do better. And when they think better, better is not enough. We need to do more. And we need to start looking out for each other and start talking more about mental health because you know what? There is no shame in mental health. The world is cruel and some of us been traumatized. And I think when we start addressing those triggers, those things that hold us back, I think we can find more stability in our mental health well-being. And Robert, that's my new front line now is mental health. And I'm kind of new to it, but I, I think I've been showing up in a lot of good spaces already. And I am so determined to continue to have these conversations and not walk away from it because again if you're given a voice use it even if your voice shakes use it robert we got to start speaking to these you know issues that really um define um our well-being and when it's not working we, we got to find ways where we learn to take care of each other because when we take care of each other we take care of ourselves we take care of our community and we we find that sense of connection and a path forward that works And so. Uh, that's my new mission, Robert mental health and protecting the earth, I guess.
1: Well, that's awesome. And Haley, uh, has got a ticker going across on our, uh, our Facebook live and YouTube. Haley, do you mind, uh, reading off, off, uh, the text or the call and, uh, and, and action for our listeners?
5: Yeah, no problem. Well, anytime that we talk about mental health on on Native Roots Radio, which is always very important, I like to uh, remind our listeners that uh, culturally specific care is out there for natives. So this is a Strong Hearts Native Helpline. They are free, confidential all over Turtle Island. You can call, text them, chat online. It's 24-7. This is Strong Hearts Native Helpline. You can call them at 1-844-7NATIVE. That's 762-848. 83 or chat online at www.strongheartshelpline.org.
1: Yeah. And, uh, you know, I feel like too, uh, Nancy, it's important for, uh, the caregivers too to also reach out because it's a, it's a heavy lift for everybody, including the person suffering, but also the person that's helping. Um, that's, that's hard.
0: It is, you know, uh to be honest, I'm a mama bear caregiver and it's my children that have mental health issues. And it's because of, you know, this cruel world um, that we live in. But, you know, some of the biggest challenge that I see right now is uh, HIPAA, you know, the privacy laws and things like that. So when we have mental health, one of the, the symptoms is denial. So some of these people will say, I'm feeling fine. I don't need this. I don't need that. And they're allowed to walk away. So my experience with my family member with my son most importantly was I was told that your son says he's fine and we are not. We can't treat him. So I looked at them point blank Robert and said you know what in our our way, in Anishinaabe way, we don't care if our sons are 19, 29, 39, 49 we don't just walk away we always will take care of our, our, our cubs, right Robert? I mean that's what parents do so what I'm trying to instill in these institutions um, currently is that Your colonized framework doesn't work for all cultures because there's no way that I'm going to allow my son to walk out that door, become homeless and a statistic and dead on the street. And I'm not going to let you do that either. So that's the conversation I'm having now is respecting our culture. and How do Anishinaabe see um, what healing looks like? What does that mean to us? And how do we take those steps to provide that healing for our people? So it's important, Robert. Let's keep talking about this.
1: Absolutely. Hey, Nancy, always great to uh, talk to you. We always have great conversation. And uh, take care up there. And uh, the deep north is pretty deep. And uh, we always appreciate you coming on.
0: All right. good for having me.
1: This is Native Ritz Radio Presents I'm Awake. And we'll be right back after this short message.
4: Stay with us. <laughs>
1: Hey, if you're like a lot of people, you're probably relieved that the holiday celebrations are over. But there's one thing that might stay with us from the holidays besides all those gifts, and that's COVID-19. Numbers from COVID are going up as we spend more time inside, and Native Americans are seeing even bigger case spikes. With all the indoor celebrations over the holidays, you may have unknowingly been exposed to someone with COVID-19. That's why it's important to stay vigilant. If you notice any symptoms like a fever, a tickle in the throat, or heavy fatigue, take an at-home test. They're still free and can be ordered at sayyeshometest.org. If you do test positive, you're eligible for free treatment, and no health insurance is required. Visit health.state.mn.us to connect with providers and receive your treatment. Let's make 2024 the healthiest year ever, securing a brighter future for our Native community.
5: The city of Minneapolis is now on Native Roots Radio with Minneapolis AIR. AIR stands for American Indian Relations. Guest host Christine McDonald talks to people about important things affecting the city's Native communities. Minneapolis AIR dives into topics like public safety, public health, elections, and so much more. Tune into Minneapolis Air on Native Roots Radio from 5 to 6 p.m. on the second Wednesday of every month, right here on AM
2: 950.
1: Hey, welcome back to Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Robert Pilot.
5: This portion of the show is supported by Howling for Wolves, protecting wolves for future generations. How-
4: oh.
1: Ooh, that was a weird howl from Ooh, me.
5: We were in harmony there.
1: Yeah, but I couldn't hold the note. It kind of <laughs> changed different notes.
5: I know we got to change it up.
1: That that was a skill, but I didn't try to do it. So yeah, so uh great show. And uh Haley, we, we let's get a uh, talk a little bit about the march tomorrow, and and just uh, give people information out there that's listening all over Turtle Island. I know there's a lot of other mmiwr things happening in schools and in the state here and and um but this is a big thing i like met a lot of uh interesting people over the years bernie sanders wife was uh there during the election a few years ago and uh there's uh, always some um uh there's a lot of people and schools show up to this and uh let people know what i'm uh, mumbling about again here
5: um well this so we're talking about the 2024 missing and murdered indigenous relatives march which is taking place this year on valentine's day i guess you could say february 14th which is tomorrow uh wednesday and this will be taking place at the east phillips community and cultural cultural center um Mm -hmm. in minneapolis uh speakers start at 11 a.m the march begins at noon it is free and open to the public so we really really would appreciate just seeing all of our allies our listeners if you see us come up and say hi uh we just we need a lot of people out here for uh the support. Um please wear red. Um again everyone is welcome. Speakers uh will be starting at 11. There will be lunch, informational tables and a whole lot more. So come come hang out with us tomorrow and uh let's bring um you know, let's just bring a platform and raise awareness about our missing and murdered indigenous uh relatives.
1: Yeah, Haley, every year it is on Valentine's Day for a reason and um uh there's statistics and all that uh, about it. But uh, that's how I always remember it's on Valentine's Day and, you know, wearing red. And, um, uh, you know, ta- we talked about uh, how powerful it is to see the names of people and hear people call out the names of the relatives that are still missing. And when you say missing, they don't have not found uh, a body or anything. And that's... Right missing to the nth degree
5: right and you know a lot of these cases when they do you know either they're not reported or when they are reported um you know it's definitely not a big search if you were compare it to maybe a non-native woman or younger person going missing you know what i mean
1: oh i know exactly what you mean and it's hard to say but i'll say it it's like uh you Know if you've got blonde hair and blue eyes, you'll be on the national TV for weeks and weeks and weeks, and yeah,
5: uh, you wouldn't, yeah, you wouldn't leave the TV, you'd probably be on all year until they something. found you or right. Body.
1: And you know, it's a lot of times it's the boyfriend, and it's just like I don't know, the, the it warms the heart of people that it didn't happen to them, but uh to be on so much, but I just, uh, I really, you know, BIPOC people don't get the time of day nationally. And so I think that's, I believe, you know, I, I know that this is a very important day, um, and bringing this up, uh, as much as possible is a a good thing. And so, That's why we talk about it here. That's why we have guests on. I know, I, can you remember, now this is kind of a trick question. Uh, (laughs) Rory, Rory does, uh, tonight is doing silk screening with scarves and, um, t-shirts. Do you remember where that was? Was that at the, uh, uh, women's, uh, Native American, uh, uh, women's center in Minneapolis?
5: Yeah. Or here. I think I just found it actually. So when is this, uh, this will be happening today, uh, with Rory wake him up.
1: Yeah. Thank you.
5: Yes. I'm just trying to look at the time here. It's uh it goes from 11 AM to 7 PM. So you still have a couple hours to get out here. It is happening at the Minnesota Indian women's resource center in Minneapolis. And, you know, bring some scarves, a t-shirt. If you don't have anything red, go check out the Goodwill. Um,
1: Right. They'll have they'll have scarves and T-shirts there for you, too. And then they they uh, silkscreen them up and then hand them out the next day. And uh, uh, I matter of fact, I have a I have a scarf back here from years past. It's not I should be facing the other way. But uh, and it says uh, justice for murder and missing and murdered indigenous uh, relatives. Yeah. And then it has a silhouette of a native American similar to the silhouette that they use on, uh, the, um, state, uh, logo for missing and murdered indigenous women, the profile shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, dress warm. It's only going to get up to 40 tomorrow, but it's going to be great to see our relatives and it's, it's a time of gathering. It's a time of, uh remembrance and it's a time to uh be in community and it's it's a very it's a very somber uh time and uh it's amazing when you see the pictures of these hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of uh people marching for their relatives uh and to be a part of that so i'm looking forward to that tomorrow last year i uh Uh, It was icy and there was snow and ice underneath the snow and it was raining. So this year it's going to (laughs) be a lot better.
5: (laughs) Well, that I am looking forward to. Do you have any, uh, how long is the March? How long are we walking for?
1: Oh, you know, that's a really good question, but it's, it's 10 blocks or so. It's not, it's not a, it's not a long one. That's really a good question. And again, last year it was a little different because, uh, I was blinded by rain and uh, just making it through. <laughs> so, <laughs> some, And then there's other years, too, that it snowed. Um, and then, you know, we're going to have young ones there. Some schools are going to be coming with the bus loads uh, for this important event uh, over the city. I know Minneapolis uh, schools brings uh, students there. And uh, I think over the years when I was teaching in, in St. Paul, we brought students over, too, for this important event. And to be in community and to um recognize that you know we're still here and we we have a right to be here and we have a right to be treated like everybody else haley uh is an important i, I want to stay away from the word celebration but it is it is a gathering of people in a in a good way
5: yeah i think hopefully we can bring some more support and and healing to these families who are still missing or lost a loved one
1: exactly and that's what it's all about too to acknowledge them uh i mean and acknowledge the fact that uh as we kind of talked about earlier we we uh get bombarded by uh uh blue-eyed blonde-haired uh women on tv where this is a daily daily thing for us and uh and we don't get any uh, press or publicity, so that's why it's important job that you do and I do, and uh, and our guests that come on and talk about these serious issues.
5: Right, exactly. And we just have a minute left here, but I want to throw out just one statistic cr- quickly, if I may. Um, mm-hmm. Murder is the third leading cause of death for Indigenous women, and that is actually ten times higher than any other ethnicity.
1: Yeah, that's a good one to end. You know, hey, if you're listening to the show, you are part of the resistance. From Chief Plenty Coops, the ground in which we stand on is sacred ground. It's the blood of our ancestors. We need to resist, divest, join a group, run for office. We're still here. We are the seventh generation.
5: And free Leonard Peltier now.
4: I'll